All right, let's talk about. Them. Give me all your questions. I'm here for it. I want to talk about that win? Now, this is the best game I'm doing the post game reaction for. This is probably the best game of this. I think it's the best game of the season for the Flyers. Uh, on the road against the Caps, uh, played like shit on Thursday, and now come out and crush one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league. Um, dupe, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Victoria played like a monster. NAK had a great game. I mean, Elliot, I know it's a 7-2 game. Elliot was good early on. Uh, Hayes had a bunch of chances early on. I mean, just that was an awesome game to watch. That was a good game. I'm happy that nobody has questions. <laughs> it just says woo. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I remember everybody bitching about Thursday night's game. And starting to wonder again if this is a good enough team to win. So the, there's your there's your answer. They can compete. You just got to tell them they're playing a good team, apparently. Just have to play one of the best teams in the league, and that's usually when this team does really well. So uh, I don't get that. I don't know what that's all about. but uh, Yeah, so we're going to talk a lot about, um, yeah, Drew, three-point game. That's huge. Um, <laughs> the Coots and the KGB. Claude Drew is a washed-up appreciation. Yeah, Claude Drew, 250 uh, goals now, 800 points. Fucking worst flyer to ever suit up. Let's see. Uh, Caps look tonight like that. Yeah, I mean, they did. So I can imagine some of the talking points. The main thing I was going to talk about tonight, because I feel like a lot of people are going to do it or ask questions about it. Um, Robert Hag and um, and Shane Gossesphere. Uh I mean, Robert Hag played really good tonight. I don't know what to say. I mean, he did. Uh, I don't hate Robert Hag the person. I hate Robert Hag the bad hockey player. And when he plays like he did tonight, where when he's on the ice, the team drives play, blocks a couple of big Ovechkin shots, that's a useful player. Most of the time recently, when people people keep bringing up the, the plus minus, it's been about he just happens to be on the ice when the team's not getting scored on. He's not doing anything. You know, he's just out there not getting scored on. But we'll talk about that a little bit, too. Is it me or does Sandheim look like a baby bird? I can kind of see it. Uh, I can kind of. NAKGB with the Gordy Howe hat trick. Yeah, he... The passive raffle was ridiculous. Also danced on Gudis before that. Gudis, uh, that was a pretty rough play for Gudis right there. Gudis, not a great game uh, playing against his old team. Also got cranked by Niskanen, so I guess the Flyers officially won the trade now. But wonderful pass the raffle, sniped it over Holpe's shoulder for his goal, and then also uh, uh, tossed around Leipzig for a little bit. So, By the way, that fourth line is, was annoying and pointless. Hathaway was just running around trying to take out bodies and then took himself out. So way, way to be a hockey player, buddy. Are the Flyers getting good on the road? Mike, I was actually going to look into that and maybe write something about that for Monday because they have now, I think they're 3-0-2 on their last five, and they've beaten the Blues and the Caps and had their best beer of the season against the Penguins. So, and again, they solve it on the road. It's going to be it's going to be a real scary team. The, games like this should show you that this is a different team than last year. They're not... You look at the standings, they're in the same position, or, I mean, a little bit better, but they're not quite a playoff team. But games like this, they, even if they ended up being 7-2, to two, they still hung with them early, and the second period, they were still getting the better of the Caps. And this is, they're now 3-1 and one against the Caps on the season? Or 2-1. 2-1. and one. Two on one. They haven't lost in regulation yet, so. Yeah, Hopi was, Hopi's been having a season, apparently. 
Uh, talking Heads in DC pregame were saying how Flyers suck due to the Devils game. We only have... <laughs> By the way, I think Ghost is done. Yeah, so again, I know a lot of people are going to be talking about Ghost and Heg, and they even started... Like, the, the Heg stuff is, like, I... I'm not arguing Ghost should be at the lineup. I just think everybody needs to calm down with Heg a little bit because he's not... Tonight was a good game for him. Tonight was. When he was on the ice, the team spent most of the time in the offensive zone. He had a couple key blocks when he needed them. It wasn't just him blocking shots because the other team was just firing chances on net. If he plays like this every night, nobody's going to fucking bitch about Hag. Just heads up. Like, it, we don't just all collectively not like Hag because he's just, you know, there's something about him. It's because he usually fucking sucks. That's what it is. And most of the time when they bring up the block shots and everything, it's because he's always blocking shots because the other team's getting chances. That wasn't the case tonight. Tonight, they he when he was on the ice, the Flyers were dictating play. So uh, they sure try. Uh, Jones is going to have to settle G's record. <laughs> Great wins still need to cut the. Yeah, I mean there were a bunch of turnovers, especially earlier. Uh, as soon as I wrote that article about Sanheim and Myers, apparently they've just gone to shit. I they looked terrible in the first period tonight. And even Sanheim, Sanheim had that really turn, bad turnover in the second period, and Elliott bailed him out. Myers had a couple bad plays in the first period, so they were lucky to get with get away with that early. Elliot bailed him out early, and then they got the three goals in a minute forty five, and it was just done from there. Officiating too, holy shit, the officiating! I do like ten of these a year, and I feel like half of them. I never, I never talk about officiating except outside of these post game recaps. I always get these games. That Sean Couturier embellishment call. What actually was that? In what way he got checked from behind by Ovechkin, nowhere near the puck, and didn't know Ovechkin was coming. How the fuck is that embellishment? In what capacity, in what way was he selling that? It's Ovechkin. He's a freight train on skates, and you're, he's checking you, and you don't know it. Who's, who's put on an act for that? the fuck kind of calls that? I'd... Zach, I love you too. I don't know what it is, but I love... Oh, yeah, no, I love being the crap out of the Caps too. I talked about this in the um, in the, um, in the the BSH Slack. So if you've never been to a Caps game, of course, you know, I'm going to mention it for a million times. I'm from Maryland, so I've been to a lot of Caps Flyers games in D.C. Over the last couple of years, they started doing a thing where after each goal, they say, each away goal, they say, who cares? So in these games... It's really fucking funny because, you know, like the first or second goal, everybody's like, who cares? And then they're like, oh, man, Cavs fans. Get to like four or five, kind of the windows out a little bit. Six or seven, people kind of forget that they're supposed to do the who who cares thing because, you know, your team's getting caved in. So, and I was at, I remember being at a game, it was 2011. And I remember hearing that and the people I went with, like, did it really loud when the Flyers were out one nothing. A little less loud when it was 2 nothing. a little less loud when it was 3 nothing. It was it was adorable. They're, they're cute down there. <laughs> Can we talk about the Racco Gouda? I mean, the Racco Gouda's turnover was terrible. I mean, it was a bad turnover, and then NAK just danced around him and set up that beautiful goal for Raffle. But he, man, I mean, that trade, that, well, I mean, tonight was a pretty good illustration of that trade. I, I thought Niskanen killed it again tonight, and um, I think Cavs fans missed him, and Gouda's had, a, Gouda's had a couple plays. Gouda's had a couple plays tonight that made me not want him to still be in the fire shield form. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't The Devils are going nowhere. They're not They're not doing anything. Jerry with the more like backhoe goodness, am I right? Yeah, you should show yourself out. I mean, that was a good pun. I appreciate that. But yeah, please, I mean, just limit the... I, I got those. I don't You need the... 
It's even more impressive that G can get 250 goals and 556 while remaining completely invisible. <laughs> I don't know if that's sarcasm or not, but I like the uh, I like the joke nonetheless. Uh, I let uh, I let Voracek know he had a good game, but I'll block. So Voracek did have a good game. I do think my favorite part of the game is when the Hathaway line was out there and they were trying to do their annoying fourth line shit. And then Voracek straight up slammed Dowd to the ice. Like, just embarrassed him, took away his manhood, and then they both won. You know, like, Dowd's in the lineup to be annoying and a physical presence. And then a, a finesse guy slammed you down to the ice. Uh, you know, maybe to, to hit the weight room. I don't know. Like, you got to figure that shit out. If we make it, we will. We'll be a tough out in the playoffs. Fun game. I think... <laughs> LOL, I'm an MD now. Lots of escorts in the lowers. Yeah, I mean... A lot of Flyers fans are too, so you know they're not gonna they're not gonna let this they're not gonna let Cavs fans forget about this game. So Eric brings up a good point though. I think watching the Cavs coach lose his mind with gold is usually a robot. But yeah, that was another thing too. John brings a good point. Reardon losing his mind, I thought was hilarious, and I think that was to me. I thought that's when it was just really gonna get out of hand because he he does seem like a goober who wouldn't like really lose his emotion much. So the players probably like, all right, buddy, you don't need to yell at us in front of everybody. Um, the Flyers make the playoffs, though. I think the way they're built now, they are a much tougher out than they would have been in years past. And I was making that point on Fly Purple this week that, you know, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot again. It's not guaranteed. And if they get in, they're probably going to be on the road to start the series. But the way they've played defense this year, the way, I mean, just pretty much taking away the middle of the slot, middle of the ice when they're on defense and, the additions of Niskanen and, and Braun and, the, and Hayes helping the penalty kill, they've shored up a lot of ways for them not to get scored on. And the ways that they usually get dominated in playoff series, they've taken away a lot of those avenues. So they may not have a lot of – their offense may not be highly threatening. They're not going to steal a series or anything. But I think they have enough offensive pieces that if they focus on the defensive side and shut it down, they can, they can make some series interesting. I'm not going to outright say they're going to go out and beat a uh, top-end team like the Caps or the Penguins. But I I think this year, to me, it would be closer than people would expect. And usually I'm the one that's like, all right, everybody, let's calm the fuck down. Like two years ago, I was like, there's no way they're beating the Penguins. And the Caps, I was a little hopeful for. But even back in 2014 with the Rangers, everybody, I was telling people to pump the brakes. But I think this year it might – I don't know. This year it might be the other way around. We'll see. Um, Brian says, I think the Flyers beat the Caps on the playoff series. Again, I'm not going <laughs> to – at a KGB in the house. Again, I'm not going to throw that out there, but if they end up doing it, I it wouldn't shock me. Like, I'm not calling you crazy for saying that now. I would have definitely called you out in years past, but I'm not doing that. Off-game topic, sort of, but what happens to Ghost from here? I'd hate, and I mean hate to see him go, but the hell they scratch that caliber up in the right hand. D-man, can't happen for long. Yeah, no, the thing, I really don't know what's going to happen with Ghost. And again, I'm a I'm I like Ghost. I like Ghost a lot, but he's been asked this year. He really has, and I don't think anybody's arguing he has played well. I still think he has a player that he was a couple years ago in him. I'm gonna wait for it to turn around, but I I don't know how long the org wants to wait for it. I don't know. Uh but he I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if he was really 100% either because apparently there was an incident in practice yesterday where he was just – he, like, threw a stick out of frustration and he wasn't in the lineup tonight. I don't know. But I really don't know what they do with Ghost now. But, I mean, right now, 
I mean, I, I would I would keep these guys in there. I also wouldn't mind seeing Freeman again at some point. But Teddy says, love beating the doors off the caps. What a game. Just need the better power play passing and turnovers. And, yeah. No, I mean, the turnovers usually do kill them, especially because it seems like the Flyers, when they turn it over, they, they commit to turning it over. Like that, that Sandheim turnover in the corner where it was just a tape-to-tape pass to panic wide open in the slot. Those are the – they don't have fast to turnovers. They want you to know that they're turning the puck over. So, um, But, yeah, that pair tonight, that was a real tough start to the game, and they they somehow – the Flyers somehow weathered that storm and then turned it around. But Myers had a couple bad shifts in the first. I mean, he got walked by – Eller, I think, before Elliot tripped them. So, I, and again, I don't, they were looking fine until that Sunday or uh, Thursday game. That Hathaway miss on Voracek was hilarious. Yeah, I, yeah, Garnet Hathaway is such a. Somebody wants to trade Coots. What? Uh, have you noticed Elliot stick sweep, leg kick, and miss the puck? Oh, uh, no, I haven't noticed that. I don't know. I usually like Elliot when he's been beaten lately. It's he's he's usually hung out to dry. Like tonight. I mean, going back to Hag for a minute because they keep talking about it too. But like when they talk about the team record with Hag and Ghost in the, in the lineup, I think of like Thursday's game where Elliot needed to make four or five big saves and he didn't make any of them. And then tonight he made, he stopped Haglin five minutes in. He stopped Backstrom point blank. He stopped Panic on that turnover. Those are three saves that he wasn't making on Thursday. So like the team record for individual players in the lineup, I kind of. For hockey, I, I, it's kind of lost on me because stupid shit happens every game. And I mean, like, I, I don't know. That's the whole thing. Jerry from Vanderbilt, Belmar, White to Raffle, Butterman, NAK. We've come a long way, but finally have an effective fourth line. Yeah. And that's a thing that I was screaming about for years. And even earlier this year, I mean, with an inexperienced Butterman and Andrew Offit Stewart on the, the fourth line, I think you need guys that are just quick and can kind of push play. And that's why for the offseason, I, I made fun of the Pitlick trade. I just did because, I mean, I like you're fucking trading Hartman for Pitlick. Who cares? But Pitlick plays a simple game. He's fast. Usually when, on the, when he's on the ice, he makes things happen. He's not a guy that I'm saying should be in the top six, but on the fourth line, if he's going to bring speed and not make decisions that end up with the puck in the back of the net, that's fine to me. So, um, For me, I'd rather see Ghost or Freeman well before Hag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, for me, the – I feel like the trade-off right now with the way, you know, Hag goes situation is I, I am fine with Freeman. I think the reason he's not going to get a look still is just handedness. He's right-handed. And I don't think they're going to take one of Myers or Braun out of the lineup. Myers, maybe. I mean, Myers, again, I, if he, I love Myers. Myers actually might be the most frustrating defenseman to me this season, not because he's been the worst, but because now you see every game he showcases what he's capable of physically. He has all the tools to manhandle games and dominate it. But he took out somebody in the third period tonight. It's just his decision-making at times is just baffling. Like, I don't know what he's thinking sometimes. And that is amazing because I'm an idiot, and this guy's a pro athlete in the best league in the world. You would have think he would have picked up on some of these things by now. Like, when he has a turnover, he's like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't fucking be doing that because, you know, I'm, um, yeah. But I, uh, trade goes best for him and more importantly, best for Flyers. Think with the Flyers D pipeline, they can afford the, ch- yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I, I think the trading ghost argument has more merit, merit to it now than it did last year. I, 
I still don't want to give up on him, but there are pieces that eventually could replace him. I mean, Cameo looks, looks pretty good. Uh, hopefully the injury with Samola isn't a thing that kind of weighs him down over the next couple of years, but he's another guy that could easily, maybe not next season, but in the next couple of years, coming in and fill in for ghosts. Um, there are replacements, but again, I still just don't want to give up on him. I don't know. Most nights if you play the take a drink every time Hag gets a compliment, you are so pretty sober tonight, Strom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, the thing, like, Hag played good tonight. He actually played good tonight. I'm not, there's no sarcastic. But the thing is, he's a third-pair defenseman. The team just won 7-2 to two against the best team in the league. And the post-game show was talking about how, oh, Hag made all the, made all the right decisions. And then because he made the right decisions, that's how the goals happen. And it's like, I know, I, like, that's not, he helps. He, he played well when he was out there. He had a couple big blocks on Ovechkin. They're highlighting him right now. They're still talking. They opened the pre- post-game show talking about him. They're still highlighting him and talking about him. NAK had a Cordial hat trick. Katori had a two-goal game. Hayes will line up Ovechkin, and Ovechkin's line didn't do anything. But they're going to talk about, they're going to talk about Hag all night. So this is, this is why the Hag stuff is a little ridiculous, because, I mean, we're all losing it for a third-pairing guy. Wouldn't trade ghost current value too low. That's that's fair too. Like uh you gotta build it back up a little bit too. <laughs> we have a man crush on ghost or play you've been watching the last two years. Well again, I mean, again, I'm not really defending ghost. I'm saying the love for Hag is obnoxious. I'm not saying Ghost should be playing over him right now. I would like Freeman. I just I mean, I, again, and we've seen Ghost in the past almost one rookie of the year, and then it's twenty seven seventeen, eighteen, he was on the top pair with Proveroff. And didn't miss a beat. So I'm still holding on to that. I mean, Hag, we're talking about the last couple of weeks. Craig, Craig, you sipping on the NyQuil tonight? No, I feel better tonight. So uh, no, no NyQuil tonight, but there might be. We'll see. We'll see if I'm still feeling fine in the next couple of days. Uh, G with three-point goal streak but broke. But, oh, yeah. J- Drew broke his 13-game uh, goal drought on a fucking blast, too, by the way. Love NAK's play. Yeah, NAK has been... I don't know why he wasn't one of the first players called up uh, earlier in the season. I don't know why we had to cycle through uh, Torinsky and Bonneman. And I, I get roofs off, too. But NAK was a guy that got a look last year and looked fine in really limited minutes. I'm happy that they've put him into the lineup a lot now. And he's played pretty well up and down the lineup, but... If you're gonna put him in the fourth line and he does stuff like that, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot more results like this. He is an impact player. I really do like NAK. Um, let's see what else. Scorpio Love is there tonight. Just need Vegas to win in regulation, and it's almost a perfect night. Yeah. So what what is the what is the score in the Vegas game? Guess hopefully follow the wrong water drop that's down to the ice after that second goal. Um, let's see here. This team is the reason why you should never been a hockey game. That is correct. Right there. Because every and if you listen to the Flyers forecast, you know it's a I I pick every single game wrong, and it's not because <laughs> I mean they played the third worst team in the league on Thursday. I said they were gonna win, and I said they were gonna get crushed by the caps. And like what who would have expected this? I don't know. Frost looked invisible for most of the night. Nah, yeah, I mean I really like the Drew shot from the left. Yeah, Drew needs to be on the left. Fro- I mean, I don't have anything to say about Frost just because he was on the third line and it was JVR Pitlick and and Frost tonight. Um, I mean, 
I, I'm not going to complain about Frost right now. It was a really good game, and it was his first game back up in the league in a while. So I want Drew. They need to keep Drew on the left. I mean, they got. I think they got two power play goals tonight, and they went back to the one three one. I got nervous they weren't going to do it after they fucked up on Thursday. But the one three one works with Drew on the left, so they just need to keep doing that. Has beat Leafs tonight. Oh, yeah, that is huge. Also with the Leafs too. I mean. Uh, and I think Jack Campbell played. So the Anderson injury is interesting for the Leafs because they give up a lot more chances than people think. Um, and I don't know if Jack Campbell and Michael Hutchinson are exactly going to bail you out now. Dustin Long, loved hopefully getting pulled after seven goals. like to know what he said to Reardon coming off the ice. Yeah, that was a little funny too. You know, hopefully getting the Bronx cheer from the crowd. Like, he doesn't need to be in the game at that point. I... Once it was five to one, maybe take him the fuck out of the game. Like you, I, I don't know why Reardon kept him in there so long. That's the type of win where I, I would imagine the players are a little pissed at Reardon. So you know they came out flat against the Flyers, a team that they should be, and then Reardon embarrasses them on the bench, and then he decides to pull Holpe after the seventh goal. So. Frost is a kid patient. Uh, I was afraid the Capitals would go all Dale Hunter on the kids who were pressing hard late in the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's the stuff that, like, I'm trying to silence my phone real quick, sorry. Um, that's the stuff that I don't think really is that prominent in the game anymore. I know we saw a little bit of tonight with Hathaway and shit, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not too worried about things getting extremely out of control. Although the rest didn't do anything to help tonight. The rest really had an off night. I don't know. They look like they're going to let him play in the first period. And then Katori is getting punched on the ice by uh, Hathaway. Hathaway starting shit out to the whistle. And then a lot of that, again, that embellishment call was one of the most obnoxious calls I've ever seen in my life. Hayes and Coots are healthy. I never need to see G at C again. Take Lawton at 3C over G. I mean, I'm fine with that, Rich. I, I'm fine with playing Drew on the wing. Um, and I think Giroux playing with Gatorade is going to help him get back into a rhythm of, you know, producing points again. So he, he was hitting a little bit of a rough stretch here. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It's true. I still think he's going to bounce back eventually. I know he hasn't quite looked like himself, but I'm not, I'm not getting mad on him yet. But got to give Elliot some praise. He made, no, yeah, Sean, uh, I was, I was talking about him earlier. He made a lot of big stops early to keep the game close and leave it at one to one coming out of the first period. Uh, they could have easily been down two to one, three to one after the first period. And then who knows if that who knows if that quick spurt in the, the start of the second period even happens. So he was the seven two game. You wouldn't really think to point to the goalie in a seven two game, but he made some big saves. Uh, he did. Uh, and I mean again, I said it to start. Uh, I'm waiting to see if my computer's blown more questions here, but on the road, you had Thursday night's game. That can, like, you know, that can let your confidence in this team waver. But go on the road, playing a team that is looking for their second Stanley Cup in three years, uh, and they're always a tough team to play against, and they they just blow them out. I mean, that's that was just a big win. Uh, but any serious update on Patsy? Um, no, I, I know he practiced. He's practiced three straight days. I don't know if he practiced uh i don't know if he was there for game skate or anything but i don't know if there are any bigger plans to send him to lehigh valley or to have him do like a i, I don't know uh, but he's been practicing the last couple of days so 
Um, we can only hope that keeps up. I, I'm still keeping my timeline for him. Very generous. I'm not hoping he's in a game within two weeks or anything, or going to say he's going to play by the end of the regular season. I have no idea what's up with him, and I'm not going to inadvertently put pressure on him. I guess. Um, Katori is the bee's knees. I mean, that's not even a question. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that, though. Yeah, he really is, and I think it's games like this when the national stage is set on a Vetchkin to score you know, his 700th goal and people are looking at this game and they're expecting him to do it. And then, you know, Katori is out there and he's still doing Katori type things. And I think, I think the rest of the league is finally catching up that Katori takes on other teams, top centers, top lines, usually shuts them down and then provides some offense himself. So I'm think I think this might actually, you know, what, I'm not going to say it because usually whenever I say anything, it goes the opposite way. So I'm not going to say anything about Katori and, um, Shout out to JVR scoring again. JVR with that absurd redirection. That's the type of goal. I know Charlie's been on this bill for a while too, but talk about goal scorers and scoring droughts and generating chances but not getting the breaks. That's the type of goal. He had one hand on a stick and threw it out for redirection. That's a bounce he's not getting earlier in the year. Like if he had done that early in the year, that puck still would have gone off the post or something. Like, he keeps getting chances, keeps generating opportunities, eventually going to get back to where he was before. Um, Katori is also the B's ankles. Yeah, well, let's just call him a B. Well, first of all, he's a doctor, if you guys listen to uh, JJ, which I enjoy. I enjoy the nickname Dr. Katori because I like to picture him with a clipboard, you know, telling people that they need to, you know, cut salt out of their diet or some shit. I don't know. But it's a funny visual to picture Dr. Katori. So one hand deflection, yeah. Um, I can't help but thinking that dressing down a bunch of professionals in public, that, uh, oh, I, that's responding to another statement. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Um, yeah, Tom said what I, I don't want to talk about. Yeah, because I don't want to say it because I will uh, jinx it because that's usually how it goes. I said they were going to get cream tonight, and I said they were going to walk over the Devils. And, uh, you know, what a dumbass, right? Yeah, who would have thought they would have done it? You know, Mackenzie Blackwood's going to post almost 50 save shutout on you. We should have all seen that coming, so. But you just got to keep it going, and they have to uh, – if they keep winning on the road, I don't – I really don't know what the complaints or what the major fatal flaws with this team are. I'm not saying they're loaded. I'm not saying they're a cup contender, but I'm – there's not too many things you can poke at in the Flyers' build that makes them an easy out in the playoffs. Uh, Hart and Elliott have been reliable in net this season. Uh, I think Provorov Niskanen is a really good top pair. And Sanheim and Myers, when they're actually good, are a good second pair. And I think they have enough 200-foot players on offense that they can cause any team problem, problems in a playoff series. So, Brian says, do they make a trade at the deadline? I don't know. Uh, mainly because the thing I didn't want to guess at before, Brian, by the way, a top fan. Thank you for chiming in as a top fan, Brian. Um, I don't know if... The, the Patrick status, I think, holds that up a little bit because the only thing I think they should add, if you really aren't settled on Ghost, Hag, or Friedman, a left-handed defenseman maybe, but again, I don't know why you would give up an asset when you have three possible solutions that you're just kind of like, well, I don't know if that's ideal. Like, one of those guys, would you would eventually be able to figure out what to do with one of those guys. I don't know if that requires an asset. 
And um, Dave Scott was talking about a fourth line center. And if you get Patrick back, there's really no, I mean, it's, it would be Couturier, Hayes, Patrick, Lawton down the middle. You don't need to trade for a fourth line center. So if they're going to do anything, I can see them either getting a fourth line center or a third, a left-handed defenseman for the third pair. But I, I, I don't know what, how their cap situation is set up. And considering they already have a bunch of answers that are kind of close to what they need, but maybe not the exact answer they want, I don't know if they're going to make any moves. I think clean shaven <laughs> Kevin Hayes is better too. I don't know. Kevin Hayes looks pretty. I mean, he's been killing it whether he's got facial hair or not. So, NK Bunny Ralph on fourth line. I'm more than okay with. Don't need the Nate Thompsons, Lewis types. No, I agree. No, this is for years I bitched about, and uh, believe me, I know everybody else has too. Um, the uh, fan abilities of the world were pointless, and I didn't even like guys like Brian White. And when he was here, I didn't really like Belmar's game. I'm thinking more of that has to do with um, Hackstall now. But I've always wanted just guys that are fast and guys that kind of push play and can chip in offensively, and you have that with those three guys on the third, on the fourth line. Uh, NAK, and NAK, I don't even know if really should be on the fourth line, but if he's going to be, it gives you a lot of depth. Uh, Raffle is a guy, I mean, Raffle is the ideal fourth liner. Like, I He's fine on the fourth line. He's not going to hurt you. He's defensively responsible. And then Bunneman has improved a lot since the start of the year. Bunneman got pushed around a lot in the uh, the first couple games he was up here and got m- murdered in, ter- in terms of puck possession. But now he's been he's been noticeable in a good way. Uh, this second stretch he's been up. Get flack for this, but keeping Patsy on the line until September is a terrible thing. I love to see him play, but who really? Yeah, again, if Patrick doesn't play, if Patrick doesn't play this year, I'm fine with that. I don't want them. I don't want. I don't need them to rush back Patrick to see what he has. I'm fine with. I want him to get fully healthy because I still think he can reach his potential, and we've seen a little bit of his potential. And I, I don't. I don't want to lose that completely. I don't want them to rush it back, and he's playing at half. He's playing, you know, at fifty percent, and he ends up getting hurt again. I, I want him to be a hundred percent when he comes back. This is a team that's learning how to win. There are going to be peaks and valleys. David with a sensible comment on a fa- – this is Facebook, right? All right, yeah. A sensible comment on Facebook. Astounding. A calm, poised look at this team. David, I can I make you a top fan? Is there a way to do a top fan? I don't know if I could. But that's the most logical thing I've ever seen on a Facebook comment. I love you, David. That, but that's that explains tonight and that explains Thursday. And you would think it would be the other way around, too, because they played in Philly on Thursday, but – Love to hear Hayes mic'd up against these. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Hayes dropped. I used to ref line a bunch tonight. Because <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. Some of that officiating was, and that line tonight. I mean, um, yeah, the bottom six. Yeah. So Joe, Joel talking about the fourth line again, but fourth line was good, and the third line too was, um, or not the third line. I'm thinking of the second line. They were yeah, but second line was pretty good early on. I'm surprised they didn't grab the lead with um Hayes had a breakaway that Holpe stoned him on and then they had a pretty good cycle in the start of the second period too. Like they they won territorially. They were spending a lot of time in the cap zone. So I'm surprised they didn't take a bigger advantage of that. But what are the other things I was gonna talk about? Oh yeah, Drew's a bad leader. I know I think I mentioned that before, but uh Drew the bad leader, eight hundred points now, uh two hundred and fifty goals in the league. 
Um, you know, against the I did enjoy too the the Bronx cheer for Brayden Holpe, the guy that you know has the save. You know, they call it the save because it was a big save that won you a Stanley Cup game, and then ultimately helped you win a Stanley Cup two years ago. It's getting the Bronx cheer in a home loss. February 8th. Who cares? You just won the couple of them two years ago. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't. Cavs fans are funny. I. Tony says I'd be shocked to see Patrick this year. I mean, my gut feeling is we don't, honestly. And I'm not trying to. Again, please. I have no insider information. I have no idea what's going on. I know as much as you guys on that issue. I. I, I know that he's been practicing. And it's to me, I just, I don't know. I don't want to say something like, I think he's going to be back in a month for, there's no really concrete timelines for migraine disorders. It's just a random, you just got to hope he wakes up and feels fine every day and just go from there. So Cooter had a beast of a game, best flyers hand down. I, I, I don't think you get a lot of pushback on Couture, saying Couture is the best flyer hands down. Uh, Bob, I, he, I think he's, yeah, he's probably the best player on the Flyers, yeah. Gudis had a nice assist on Raffles' goal. It was really good, yeah. He, I like that, and I like how he also gave Thomas space to NAK to set up a pass to Raffle too. He did a lot to help Raffle get that goal. Uh, I don't have a G defender. He's carried us for so long. Yeah, uh, Patrick, I agree with you, too. Like, yeah, I, I know he's hit a rough pat, patch recently, and... It, it may look like he's not, he doesn't have it all this season, or he may have lost a step. But I'm not, we're not turning this into Drew's burned out now. We have, he's had to hear so much shit from a lot of dumbasses in Philly for the years when, remember when Hacksaw was the head coach and Valtteri Filippo was the second line center in a playoff series against the Penguins, and people were like bringing up Drew stats. And it's like, oh, I wonder why, because. Filipino's on the second line, so you know they don't have to worry about anybody else except for Drew. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna destroy him now when the team is doing things like this. And uh I don't know. I'm not gonna dunk on Drew. I agree with you, Patrick. Uh um, let's see here. Do you think the Flyers make it? Should make any moves at the deadline or leading up to uh, South. Now, I was, uh, I, I think I answered, uh, I forget who asked that earlier, but, um, oh, well, do I think they should? No, I don't, I don't really think they should. I don't think they have the cap space to do it. I, even though I'm saying this team is probably a more formidable opponent in the postseason, I don't know if they're the type of team that is one piece away. And I don't think adding a minor piece is going to make that much difference to, this team, if that makes sense. Like, if they look like, if they're constructed like this next year and they do better in the regular season, I would say go all in and get another top pair, top four left-handed defenseman or get a guy who is used as a second-line center on their team but here would be a third-line center. So then you just have insane depth and it makes the Flyers a real a real contender, but I I don't think they're quite there this year, and I don't think they have enough calorie, salary cap to be comfortable making a minor move. When again, like I think the two big ads would be a left-hand defenseman to play on the third pair, and you have three options to play on the third pair. They're just not, you know, the most ideal. And then fourth line center, I think, could possibly be solved depending on whatever happens with, um, whatever happens with Patrick. So. 
Like, I would love to see Patrick play again this year, but I'm not going to, you know. Do you think any college players join after their season? Um, nah, no, I'm not, or not this year. I don't know. Uh, well, I, well, they have to sign first. I, I don't know. I want Allison. I'm worried about Allison just because I thought he would have been signed by now. Um, and I think uh, – I don't know if Luzinski would play in the league right away. I don't know if – those are the two main collegiate players I think go for the Flyers. I Luzinski, though, would be – I mean, if you're looking for a guy to put into the bottom six, take, I mean, Luzinski might be that answer. That might be interesting. We'll see. That, that was a good, good question, Chris. That was a good question. Those are live in Section 429. Section 429 represents the city. Let's go. Go Flyers. We love Craig. The upper level is fun. <laughs> love you too, Neil. God, I miss I, – I haven't been to a Flyers-Caps game in D.C. in a minute. I, I miss it because usually for some, for some reason, and you know with my picking of games and everything, and uh, usually when I go to the game, they lose because that's what the Flyers like to do. Except in D.C. Usually when I go to the games in D.C., they beat the Caps in um, the obnoxious – Flyers fan laughed my ass off at the Caps fans. Uh, I was there for a 5 1 win in 2012. I was there for the four check overtime winner in 2016. Um, uh, when I was younger, I was there for a game before Halloween where Olaf Kolzig led in a goal from the neutral zone, and my dad got into a big time argument with the people in front of us, and it was hilarious. But it was uh, every, every Flyers Caps game I've been to in DC is usually a good time. Yeah. Ed says, just seems like standing pat this year at the deadline is the best option. A lot of youth and one or two rentals won't get it done. It'll take time and development to finally see what this team is capable of and then address Nate. So that is a good point. Yeah, that's growth. I didn't say growth earlier, but that's a very good point when you look at guys like Farabee and Frost and Hart. Hart is really good at home, and I don't know what happens to him on the road. He freaks out. And then Farabee, we see Farabee doesn't look out of place in the NHL. He just needs to figure out a way to produce with that as well. And he's been doing, he was doing that lately, unfortunately, and then he got sick, but pieces like that hope and hopefully another year will give Patrick time to come back too. And I'm, I'm in line with you, Eddie, because they're also going to lose some money off the books too. Uh, they, I, they might bring back pit. Like I do like that. Like, but also Braun should be gone. That's almost 4 million in cap space. Elliot should be gone. That's a little more, and you can trade a little more time to construct some trades in the offseason. Uh, imagine if they had Oscar and Patrick right now. This team, yeah. I mean, Mark, that's yeah. I mean, the the Oscar stuff is just devastating on a lot of levels. So obviously, the most important one is we would like to see him live. Well, I want to see him just recover from it. it cancer overall. Um, and then also the fact that he really was hitting a stride. He he could have, yeah, he would have been one of the biggest stories in the league if he stayed healthy and kept producing like he was. He was he's been shocked where he had light, and it's a shame that he's not here to help the team. But again, you know, bigger fish to fry right now for him, and we're all pulling for him. So the shame the Flyers wasted G and Jake Prime years and now, yeah, the shame they wait until now to get him or get those two. Yeah, after they've had the hear shit for all these years, even though it's a team team sport. So I agree with you. But hopefully hopefully it's not too late. Hopefully, um, you know, Voracek looked a little iffy at the start here for me, but I think he's been I feel like he's been playing pretty good this last these last couple months. And Drew again had a thirteen game goal drought, but ended it tonight on a 
fucking missile. Just a goddamn rocket to the top of the net. So, um, all right, I've been talking for almost 40 minutes. So, look, guys, I'm going to get off. Thank you. I've been, yeah, I turned it up a little. So, I got to grow the hair back out, though. Um, but it's going to be a great tomorrow when somebody listens to this and they have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, I'm going to get off now. That was a fun game tonight. I'm happy you guys stayed on with me and asked a lot of questions. Hopefully, uh, the next time I fill in for Bill, it's not a Devils game, first of all. And hopefully, it is a win, an 8-1 to win against, who do I fucking hate? Uh, the Penguins. They're playing the Penguins again. Hopefully, I'm filling in for that game. So, uh, until then, I will talk to you guys later, and uh, go Flyers.